0: Hi, this is Julie. This is Liz. This is
1: Sheila. This is Monica. This is
0: Leanne. We are the Satellite Sisters. You are listening to Satellite Sisters To Go. We are the Satellite Sisters. Welcome to the show. It is Sunday, July 14th. That's a major holiday, we'll uh, acknowledge later on. I am Liz Dolan. I am in Santa Monica, California, joined on the line with three of my four sisters. So this is very exciting. Julie, we'll start with you because yesterday was your birthday. Happy birthday.
2: Well, thank you, Liz, and vive la France, because today (laughs) is Bastille Day, right? You doing
0: anything special in Dallas to celebrate
2: Bastille Day? Incredible, as this may seem. I have been invited to a Bastille Day party later today, so I'm going (laughs) to... I'm going to put on something French-looking and, uh, like, I don't know, go to the Bastille Day party. How about that?
0: Julie, you're so international. It doesn't surprise me that you're going to a Bastille Day party. Um, Also with us on the line from Bend, Oregon, Monica Dolan, how are you?
3: Great. Hey, ladies. Sitting over here in the bungalow, um, getting ready to go canoeing Uh, later on
0: today. Nice. Now, last I saw you last weekend when I was leaving Bend, you're car was being towed away there was a, there was a situation which has obviously there, resolved itself
3: right I, I had some trouble last week when i drove over to bed to be with you for the fourth of july and i did not return to portland in my car you're right Liz, it was towed away towed to a undisclosed location in bend a garage and i rented a kia drove home to portland worked all week our brother, Dick, took care of all the car repairs. Nice. Uh, there was one minor one and one major one. Uh, but I look at it as an investment for the future So, because I have to keep that car <laughs> for a few more years. <laughs> Pause Talk about thinking, Monica. Yeah, so, so I... Um, Anyways, drove back on Friday night in the rental car, and now I'm reunited, reunited with my Volkswagen Passat. Very uppy. <laughs>
0: very, very nice. And, and speaking of cars, Sheila Dolan joins us from South Pasadena. But, Sheila, I understand you're in your mobile unit. What does that even mean?
1: I'm in my mobile unit. That means uh, my Ford C-Max that I bought this year has become my home. And um, <laughs> presently... <laughs> Are you living in a car now, Sheila? (laughs) Well, here's the deal. Uh, You know I'm off for the summer. I have my tutoring charges. I have my four or five clients that I go to. I have the beautiful lift back, hatchback uh, in my Ford C-Max. So what I do each day, girls, is I just fill my car with everything I need for the entire day, including my swimming gear, all my tutoring materials... Magazines, books, whatever I need. And I am completely mobile in my car. I, I, I do not go back to my apartment because it's too hot, right? So yeah. <laughs> it, it's too hot in Pasadena. So I'm enjoying my car so much. Presently, I'm staked out at a Penguins, outside a Penguins frozen yogurt shop. Which is one of my many coffee shops that I frequent during the day.
2: You're in this car right now? You're yes. doing a podcast from your car?
1: Because I downloaded Skype on my new iPhone, girls. I am I am
0: updated. <laughs> I have connect I have connectivity. So you're basically camped on the penguins Wi Fi signal and using Skype? Is that the way this oh. thing- Penguins is the greatest thing? Ever in my
1: life. I mean, I cannot thank those girls enough. They see me all the time. It's so fresh and clean in there. Air conditioning. I love it.
0: So, I mean, regular listeners know we have a lot of connectivity issues with Sheila. Well, she'll often start the show with us and then drop off halfway through. So this mm. is the first full show we're going to attempt where, with your new mobile unit connectivity <laughs> situation. <laughs> so you've got the Penguins Wi-Fi, you've got the Skype, mm. you've got the iPhone, and you're in your car. That's how this is working today, right? And there's one
1: other thing I forgot to mention. I have the Pete's Coffee because Penguins has a full-service service pete's coffee bar attached to it so you don't have to go to pete's per se you can go when are you moving into Penguins? i am taking meetings at penguins i first i took my first meeting with my new staff for next year at penguins and everybody enjoyed it okay do you have bathroom privileges at penguins complete complete and you get free refills lots of lots of perks
0: okay people know where to find Sheila now if you see if you see a Cmax parked in front of the penguins that's her mobile unit um Well, as long as we're talking about like our connectivity, I want to do a quick social media update because we're in contact with lots of people in lots of ways. And there's been a flurry of fun stuff happening on the Satellite Sisters Facebook group and also emails. So just shout out to a couple of people, starting with Luann Marshall, who celebrated your birthday yesterday, Julie. Did you see she posted an amazing picture of some lovely cupcakes in honor of your birthday?
2: That was so nice. And what I
0: enjoyed most about that is that she she confessed I did not make these cupcakes, but I did attach the photo successfully.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's what we like—semi homemade. But...
0: <laughs> yes. So I think it's more. I think it's more. She found the photo on Pinterest or something. Like these these cupcakes may or may not exist in the real world, but in the real world, she did go to hear Leanne speak yesterday at the Orange Public Library in Southern California. So she had a lot of fun being with Leanne yesterday. So um, so thanks, Luanne, for for both of those things. Also on the Facebook group, there was a very funny... Post from longtime listener and occasional guest on Satellite Sisters, Kathy Douglas, who um, you may or may not know, people, if you're new to Satellite Sisters, that there are hundreds of our shows posted uh, in iTunes. So Kathy was listening. Here's what she posted. Listen to a hilarious show from November 2005 today. Okay, cast your mind back, sisters. Ooh, that's the way back machine. That is the way back machine. So here she goes. Monica was talking about listening to a podcast with some guys who sat around talking about the TV show Lost. <laughs> so okay. okay so that's where we are in cultural history right Lost podcast. Sheila said, I don't get it. What's a podcast? People just talk to their computers. (laughs) And look at you now, sister. Mobile mobile podcasting. Sheila, you've gone from not knowing what a podcast is to your own mobile unit. We have come a long way in eight years. Wow. Okay, Kathy goes on. Then Julie talked about making Skype phone calls and Monica said, there's no way that could be free. (laughs) 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 And, And again, we'd like to point out, we now record our show on Skype. That's how we are connected to each other. So thank goodness it's free. Oh, Um, this is funny. Then you had a guy on talking about Google being the tech company of the year and how they were working on making video available on your computer. And Monica said, so someday I might be able to watch snippets of Lost on my computer? (laughs) (laughs) And then then the guy said, yeah, but there will be more than that. You'll be able to type in an area of interest, such as, say, kittens playing with string, and (laughs) hundreds of videos will pop up. And then Leon and Liz said, yeah, like anyone's going to want it. To do that. <laughs> <laughs> so Visionaries.
2: <I> was, <laughs> that's what we were. Visionaries. So yes. We,
0: so we basically could not imagine <laughs> podcasting. We could not imagine Skype. We could not imagine YouTube. And we were barely able to wrap our minds around Google Search. So, uh, so that's, that's pretty funny. funny. And Kathy ends her post by saying, hindsight, sisters, hindsight. And, <laughs> and I just want to remind Kathy and everyone else that what we always used to say on the show, and we should repeat it now, is we're not experts. We're just sisters, right? <laughs> we have right. never claimed any kind of expertise in anything. Um, one other piece of communication we got this week is regular old email. Jill Worley from uh, Anaheim, California, who always signs her emails. Longtime faithful lister- listener. Thank you, Jill. We recognize that. So she sent um, Julie a very funny birthday email based on the discussion we had about who fouled up the remote in your guest room when we were staying at your house. So Julie, did you see that picture? It's hilarious. Yes,
2: that, that was great because what the picture is is uh, it's a- It's remote control for grandma. And essentially, they've taken masking tape and taped over all the buttons except (laughs) for, like, two. (laughs) Turn it off and turn it off. And, Monica, I remember when you stayed in the guest room... And because uh, I provide uh, uh, Wi-Fi and TV in my guest room, you said you were wildly
3: pressing all the buttons on the remote control. Remember that? So right, trying to get the TV to work, and then I blamed it on Liz. <laughs>
4: Because I, I was the previous Lynch, resident Lynch of the guest room. in the
3: guest room the weekend before. So I said it was Liz's fault. <laughs> That's right. So I think I might get some masking
2: tape and uh, just do some adjustments up in the guest room. So the next time you're breezing through Dallas, we're going to have a remote control that works. Right. so I
0: mean, if you if you want to stay in touch with us in any way remember you can join the satellite Sisters Facebook group you can email us our email address is sisters at satellitesisters com and then we post the show every week on our blog so you can always post a comment at the- on the blog, one other part of the social media update that I thought you guys would appreciate is I have a FaceTime appointment after we finish this Skype recording appointment later today. Ooh! Um, with my friend, you know, when we go to Connecticut later this summer, the, a friend of mine has loaned us her beach house on Long Island for a few days. So that's where we're going to go for the shape up phase of the trip. We're going to go to Long Island, shape up for a few days before we turn up in Connecticut. So we were talking this week about, like, things that go on and understanding how her house operates. And she said, don't worry, there's a, there's a notebook here. She's gonna, she won't be there, but there's a, a, you know, a folder, a binder, as there often is in people's vacation homes, about how everything um, works. But the FaceTime appointment specifically, she needs to review the operation of her very complicated coffee machine with us. <laughs> Because <laughs> oh. she said, I cannot leave you alone to try to operate this coffee machine. It's just too complicated. And we can't even figure out how to write down how to use it in the official house binder. So she's going to do a live demo for me later today. Oh, on that's Because I said, there is no vacation. We can't go through like three or four days of shape up with no coffee. She's like, totally understand. That's why we're doing the lesson. So that's my main appointment later today is the, um, shape up coffee, Hello. shape up so that we are fully briefed on how to operate this extremely complicated machine.
3: Oh, good. So, Sheila, maybe you could do a FaceTime with the, um, cashiers of penguins <laughs> later on. Well, I was going to say their, their, uh, Pete's coffee,
1: uh, machine is very simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, I'm looking forward to this excellent coffee machine that involves an on-screen demo, Liz. That sounds really good.
2: Please tell your friend, Liz, that she can always use masking tape to cover over buttons that she doesn't want any of the Dolan sisters. From.
3: Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. That's a really good <laughs> idea,
0: Julie. I will, I will pass that along in our Facebook appointment. Um, so, okay, Julie, international news. Once again, you, there's lots happening in your realm.
2: There, there is. I mean, well, let's first start. It was my birthday yesterday. I want to thank everyone for my birthday wishes, cards, uh, Facebook posts. Liz, you buzzed in. I enjoyed that. Leanne sent me a gift certificate. Uh, oh, wow. So, I know. It was very generous <laughs> and nice. You know, on the last podcast, she was talking about the Bobby Brown illuminator or something that luminosity, we
0: luminosity I think
2: luminosity that we this is what we needed to achieve for this upcoming family wedding and so <laughs> she gave me a gift a certificate and she, <laughs> she, oh, with your oh, strategy I have already redeemed my gift certificate so yes I'm, Julie I am going to be illuminating but I'm, so,
1: I'm really proud of you
2: so in many ways, it was a very happy day. It was my birthday. It was, it was an above average birthday. It's a double birthday because it's also my youngest son's birthday. He turned 30 yesterday. Oh, wow. Uh, woohoo. That's, um, that's magnificent. But at the same time, it was also a very strange day because we also heard about the verdict of Trayvon Martin. So while I was having some personal happiness, You know, I think everyone in the country or people around the world and really uh, people have been following this trial around the world. You know, the verdict came out. Zimmerman was found not guilty. And I think it's one of those things where it was such a tragedy to have this 17 year old boy die, to have this man, you know, he now has to live with, you know, live with the fact that he killed this person in this terrible fight that happened. You know, that, and, you know, that everyone who has been through this, I was most impressed in the trial. I listened to a lot of it on the radio with, um, with Trayvon Martin's parents. I, I think just their um, tremendous grief, but also their grace under grief. And um, the fact that Trayvon's mother, you know, before the verdict came out, tweeted out that she wanted everyone to remain calm and that she... You know, she said she has put her trust in the Lord. You know, it just was so beautiful and heartbreaking. And Liz,
4: you know, we love talking about FrameBridge, don't we? <laughs> we do. <laughs>
2: because, because there are just so many fun
4: things to frame, Leon, aren't there? Right. Anything. You can just upload a digital photo from your phone and they can print it and frame it. And that is a gift right there. A gift people would love getting. sisters. So you get your free consultation, then 50% off at pros.com slash sisters. And pros is spelled P R O S E pros.com slash sisters. Thanks pros. Um,
2: and just horribly sad. The whole thing It's, it's so it's sad. It's horribly sad. And it's, you know, you would, you know, I know the media has whipped everything all up, but you know, at the core of it, it, you know, there's a great deal of tragedy for everybody that was involved And, um, you know, I hope that some peace um, can be found for these families, for, you know, Trayvon Martin's family. Um, But it's hard when, you know, it's hard to imagine. It's
1: it's unbelievable that the mother could be so, so, like you said, so graceful under pressure and under, I mean, because everyone was sort of holding their breaths yesterday and waiting for the verdict julie so um you know and people are very you know very adamant about uh either side so yeah it was it was an
2: incredible
1: incredibly intense day definitely
2: yeah so now every time i think of my birthday being july 13th i will always think that this was also the same day that the verdict came down so it's just i would say a well tea Julie,
1: tea. I, I do want to let you know in a light note that I did make a call to you earlier this week.
2: Yes, you did it,
1: but I had no idea it was your birthday. <laughs> 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 so I forgot I forgot that, but I did put in a call
2: just to say hello. Yes, you did, Sheila. Which, which I, I know. So I was thinking it might be a pre-birthday call, but I'm glad you fessed up to the fact. that It, it
0: wasn't. Was it not. was
2: not. Okay.
0: <laughs> well, uh, well, I'll confess then. I didn't really realize it either, except that yesterday morning, I was listening to Leanne's podcast, Chaos Chronicles. She records that recorded that on Friday. So on Saturday morning, as I was walking Ferris, I was li- listening to Chaos Chronicles. And Leon talked a long time about how the 13th was Julie's birthday, but also, you know, she was really hoping that the royal baby would be born on the 13th as a birthday gift to Julie. And so, as I'm walking Paris, I'm thinking, yeah. Hey, when I get home, I got to check on when the 13th is. That must be coming up <laughs> pretty soon. And I got home. I was like, oh my God, it's today. And that's when I that's when I rang in. And to so Dallas. you
2: got buzzed in, Liz. Yes, and it was it was a very heartfelt call. So. <laughs> (laughs) is appreciated. All is appreciated. Hey, moving on to some other news. I mean, obviously in the U.S., um, the trial has really been preoccupying most of the airwaves. But I just did want to give you an update on Edward Snowden. You know, he is the NSA worker that had spilled the beans about what was going on. He fled to Hong Kong and he has been held up, allegedly, in the transit lounge of the Sheremetova airport in Moscow. But as I reported in my previous podcast, that I really didn't believe that he has been, Edward Snowden has been in the transit lounge for three weeks. I believe the Russians had taken him, they had him in the forest, in a dacha, and they were getting all of our secrets from Edward Snowden. Um, so, But he did reemerge in the transit lounge Friday, um, and there was a giant press conference. And I just want you to know that I had my own special emissaries that were happened to be in the transit lounge of the Moscow airport at roughly the same time. That is, really?
0: That's unbelievable, Julie. Now, you, you but, still have special emissaries in that part of the world? Yes. Of course, this does not surprise us. We just did not realize.
2: Yes. These are my grandchildren. Alice and Benjamin. Now they, <laughs> they are not. They in the transit lounge? They were in the transit lounge, Monica. They were coming back from their summer vacation visiting their other grandparents. Now, my grandchildren are not human rights activists, <laughs> but they are very active. They are very active. And they were there in the lounge around the same time as Edward Snowden. So, um, but here's, here's the update. He has now asked for asylum in Russia, um, temporary asylum in Russia, so that he can then figure out transit to one of three South American countries where I, th- where I suppose he thinks he's going to live happily ever after. Um, you know, when I-, I lived in Russia for four and a half years, and one of the things that I learned about Russia is it's impossible to understand Russia. But I was also told by a Russian, and I think this is very true, that she said, Julie nothing in russia happens without the kremlin so unlike our our country where we have free speech we have freedom of actions and you know people can do whatever they want in a country like russia everything is tightly controlled by the kremlin so i believe what you're seeing playing out in the media now where he is asking for asylum from russia and we're you know dragging this out in the press and that he has other more damaging data to to share and reveal is all part of some scripted drama by the Russian government. Why? Why you might you might ask. <laughs> Why? 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 Thank you. It's because this it provides the Russian government, specifically Putin, with a way to sort of humiliate the United States. That they can dangle this dissident, they can this hack, or, you know, whatever you want to call him you know, in front of us, uh, President Obama had to call President Putin on Friday to, you know, to ask about Snowden. So this is a way that Russia can uh, reassert its uh, dominance over the United States and make the United States look weak. So, so yes, you know, he did uh, reemerge with some human rights activists at his side, but that, I believe, was all, you know, is all just scripted very carefully by the government. And at some point when he is of no longer of use to Russia, then he will be sent to one of these three countries, uh, Venezuela, Nicaragua, or Bolivia. So...
0: Okay. That is an interesting perspective. Thank you for that. But can we clarify one? I think what listeners will be most curious about, why your grandchildren are are in the transit lounge? So when you say their summer vacation, it's because their other – your daughter-in-law is originally from
2: Kyrgyzstan, correct? Kyrgyzstan, right. And if you want to travel – one way to travel from Dallas, Texas to uh, Bishkek, Kyrgyzstan is through Moscow, Russia. So they flew on a plane, they were coming home, so they left Bishkek, um, Kyrgyzstan, flew to Moscow, Russia, actually flew to the Domodedovo Airport, the other airport, then came across in transit to the Sheremetyevo Airport in order to catch a flight to the United States. So yes, indeed, <laughs> my personal... <laughs> We're in, we're transiting through the transit lounge uh, where Edward Snowden allegedly has been held up.
0: Okay, now I'm just holding out for some kind of news photo that will leak out of Snowden standing, talking to, say, the media or whatever, but in the background seeing your little grandchildren going by. That's going to be good. So keep your eyes peeled for that, people.
2: Yes, so that is, that's uh, we, you know, I'm I'm staying on top of that situation, as we move around the world. Obviously, the other place on July 13th that everyone was really thinking, you know, something was going to be happening was London, because we're all waiting for the birth of the royal baby. And you know, I have to, say, I was thinking of Kate. You know, maybe because it, it was, it's also my son's birthday, July 13th, and I was thinking back about, you know, the day he was born. And I just remember what it was like before, Sheila, you know, you're a mom, you you know this, like before the baby is born, you're so nervous, you know, I don't know, there's sort of like a performance thing, like, what is this going to be like? What's the labor going to be like? Is the baby going to be okay? You know, I can remember when I went to the hospital for the birth of my son, Will, I didn't even call my mother-in-law. You know, I I just, I didn't, I don't even think I called mom and dad. I just, I sort of wanted to just go, you know, do, you know, go through labor get it done and then I would tell people so when I think about poor Kate and if you've seen the press scrum that is outside that hospital I can't yeah. imagine that they're gonna Oh, and you're
1: so uncomfortable I mean can't just give her a break I know you're I, so, you're just so uncomfortable it's so painful. <laughs>
2: Thank you, Sheila. That
0: was really <laughs> just in case, just to reestablish that. Sheila, yes. when, Ru- when Ruthie was born, didn't you end up delivering like in a coat closet or something at the hospital? because Because no. it, it was a full moon and there were like too many babies being born? It was
1: a full eclipse of the moon. That's right. But they had no more rooms, So they, uh, this is the Wayback Machine, um, 1982. They decided to wheel out the never been used before birthing table. All right. It was a birthing, it was a special birthing bed, a birthing bed. And they had never used it before. It was like it had 26,000 moving parts to it. And they had to get this bed together while I'm in
0: labor. <laughs> well, and hopefully, Kate so... will not be experiencing <laughs> any like last minute putting the equipment together aspects yeah. of it. The delivery. it was ju-
1: I remember it was like a. a A wooden bed that they had to like assemble while I was screaming my head out. I mean, it was just horrible. (laughs) Well, well, thank you, Sheila. Thank you for sharing, Sheila. No, I mean, but people have to know that it's not easy.
0: <laughs> but, Julie, I was hoping that uh, the royal baby might come on the day that is your birthday, your son will 's birthday, and actually our grandfather 's birthday I... all all on july thirteenth and because you have your will and Diana had her will, it just seemed like it would have been nice
2: I, I thought so, Liz, but anyway i really i 'm just thinking of her as. One mother to another, it's just, it's a lot of pressure if you see how much press is out there. So hopefully they have a secret back door for her uh, so that she can enter the hospital without going in front of all those people. So,
1: well, we hope you keep us posted on All Things International, Julie. Indeed. I don't understand any of it, but um, I've mainly been focusing on things uh, coming up in our lives, which is the big wedding, the big wedding of our niece, Megan. Yes. So um, I think as I emailed Megan the other day, uh, I said, Listen, Megan, I think between the five sisters, we've completely bought out the entire wedding guest genre at Nordstrom's. (laughs) Um, Now, I don't know, Monica and I have been online constantly. Lian weighed in the other day. She started like this I've never bought a dress online, but I you said, Lian, I have ordered so much online this summer for the wedding, starting with my daughter, Ruth, who, of course, as always, has nothing to wear. I mean, I mean nothing. (laughs) (laughs) And we're starting from the ground up. I mean, so I ordered her a couple dresses. Now, our niece, Megan, is getting married in early August. Of course, there's a rehearsal dinner and a wedding. Um, And you need some options. Um, Right. You need need something really beautiful. I mean, because... The the invitation and the wedding at home. I mean, everything sounds like it's going to be top-notch. Right, girls? Right, (laughs) right. Yes. Starting (laughs) with that wedding invitation, Monica, (laughs) which was frameable. It's like a, a forest was cut down for that one invitation. Anyway, okay, so I went to Nordstrom's online the minute I got my gift certificate, uh, from the parents last year. And,
2: Good, Sheila. That's I know. That's, you, and, don't, you don't want to let those gift certificates get cold. Okay?
1: But, but that's a trick. That's just a sham because you use the gift certificate and then you pay for like six other things. Yeah. You think because you have the gift certificate. So that's what I did. I bought two dresses for my daughter, rehearsal, dinner, and wedding. One did not work. And I did not know this. Monica, you order online all the
3: time. Right. I, I I ordered three dresses from Nordstrom and I told Sheila two, one was horrible, one was not very good, and one was a maybe. So I have three and only one maybe. And two events. Oh. So the oh, clock so, is ticking.
1: Yeah, the clock is ticking. Now there are two events. And, Julie, I assume, I mean, here's the thing. This is what I was thinking. It it makes sense that I would order online because I don't even have the presentable look to go into a store. (laughs) It's
2: a lot of pressure, Sheila.
1: And actually, you know, talk with the saleswoman about, like, what, what, because, but, Julie, I assume you actually go into stores and buy things. Is that true? Do you have your wedding outfits ready?
2: Yes, but, Sheila, uh, um, you know, as you said, it's a multiple event. There's a rehearsal dinner. Then there is the marriage, the wedding in the church in the afternoon. And then there's a break. And then there's the reception in the evening. So my question to you, Sheila, when you did call for my not birthday call, (laughs) and I called you back, um, was... Are you going to wear something di- do you need two outfits one for the rehearsal dinner and the wedding or three outfits rehearsal din- dinner the wedding and then something different to wear to the reception uh,
3: Liz and I discussed the very same thing last weekend We did And yes and what did what did you What did you come up with what We did... we Liz and I well we're not wearing the same dress <laughs> but we but we're going with the same outfit for the wedding and the reception. Mm-hmm. Oh.
0: That's that's what I think is the – I don't think there's any expectation unless you're the bride or Mariah Carey that you need to change between the two (laughs) Saturday events. It just so happened the schedule had to work out that way because they couldn't have the church service any later on the Saturday. But they are not trying to create two different events, and I think we should treat it as one big event. However, what that does is you have to decide then which event really is your – your priority event on the <laughs> Saturday, because if you dress for like the, the church wedding, that might be a different say comfort level and style than if you 're really thinking through like what do I want to wear to the reception, which will include presumably. Lots of dancing on a very hot, muggy night in August in Connecticut, right? So that's why, for me, I finally did my shopping yesterday, only because all four of you have terrified me about how much time you're spending <laughs> thinking about this. So, and Liam's podcast Friday was almost exclusively about this. So, uh, so I did my shopping yesterday and actually came home. Yes, Sheila, I walked into an actual store. But I came home with two dresses and a third one that they didn't have in my store, but that is coming from another store. So obviously one of these dresses will not make the cut. But if the one that I wanted from another store, (laughs) if, if that actually does arrive, that becomes the wedding dress, and the other one becomes the rehearsal dinner dress. However, if the dress that's on order does not come, then all of the other two dresses bump forward in the priority list. And uh, what is currently the rehearsal dinner dress can become the wedding and reception dress, if you follow. So, um, oh, so interesting. Just, We're Julie, mother.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. I was totally going to pull a Mariah, and then i decided against it
2: meaning that you were going to wear two dresses uh, to the day of the wedding one
1: because it's because my reception dress is sort of high concept
0: <laughs> <laughs> so what does that mean what? Well, it it high
1: it, concept well it's it's a, it's an actual high low dress do you know what i'm saying it's a, it's, a high-low. it's a high low it's a a long dress and i decided to go with something very very beautiful um, a, a beautiful rachel zoe dress oh
0: oh but it's it's not when you say high low you're not referring to the asymmetrical hemline yes, yes
1: i am liz really
0: it's a hi- wow it's a high low because because so, you, and- you apparently missed the satellite sisters last week where we talked about
2: how heinous that look is <laughs> Yeah, uh, Leon said that none of us, no one really should wear an elliptical dress.
1: <laughs> okay, well, you know what? I am wearing one because I have spent weeks t- returning... And ordering and returning and ordering this high, this beautiful, gorgeous dress. And it's, it's, it, it says it's a high-low dress, but I don't think it's going to appear to you. You're not going to say, oh, that's a high-low dress. <laughs> You're going I to
3: We are. Yes, we No. Are. I, I think we're going to spot it from a mile away. <laughs>
1: and, and you know what? I am sorry I brought it up. Because
0: <laughs> I do not want negativity around this dress. <laughs> i i am just sort of chuckling to myself it's revealing that clearly you don't listen to any satellite sister shows that you are that you are now personally on that's right, that's
1: true, Liz, okay, and this is a gorgeous dress, and I'm going with it okay. and it's it's light it's airy it's it it actually matches the wedding colors, which I found out later are silver and blue. Oh okay. really, good to know and, and guess what this dress is silver and blue. Okay. Wow. So no one is going to stop me at this point from wearing a high-low
0: dress. No. <laughs> okay. No, nor would you know we what try. I like about
2: this is none of us we we have the technology to send pictures of all our clothes <laughs> to each other. But we're not doing that. You see, we're all waiting for the big reveal.
1: We want to be respectful of everyone, including right. me. Right. right. I'm, glad
0: uh, you, I'm glad you warned us about the high-low, though.
4: Because yeah.
1: Oh, oh we, my gosh. I can't believe you, you
0: dissed the high-low last week. Yes, yeah, we they trashed it. it. Yeah. Well, Sheila, and you clearly don't ever go to the Satellite Sisters Facebook group because all <laughs> listeners also trashed it. The, I say th- I think the term was um, dress mullet. Was that the actual term that one of those okay. Yeah,
1: I, I, I'm not speaking
0: anymore. <laughs> I, I can't.
1: I can't. I can't. I can't even go on right now. Well, one other I, I, one other I, part
0: I, of my panic yesterday came when I was talking to Julie for the the, the birthday call. Julie, it's when you said, "Well, you know, you got to nail down the dress so you have time to work on the accessories." It's the accessories
2: that get complicated. I was like, "Oh my God, accessories!" I could I could hear you not <laughs> breathing when I said that word on the phone. <laughs> I could see that I had like really set panic into your heart. It just, oh yeah, you. If you are not in the accessory phase of your dressing by now, girls, yes. I am not. Trouble. You're in trouble, and you need to call me. Monica, if you need some jewelry or something, let me know. You know, I have been, I have, I have, uh, I have, have a evening evening bags, whatever you need. But you need to get onto to that now, sisters.
1: <laughs> I'm already on accessories. That's because I have a high-low. Mm-hmm. And the, the dress speaks for itself. It is a state. It is a statement dress. <laughs> dress okay, Rachel tell. Zoe. Okay. Okay.
4: <laughs> okay.
1: Oh. okay. That's it. That's all I can say. I was feeling good about it, and now I'm not. But I, and it's all about me. So that's it. You're on your own now.
3: <laughs> oh wow! I have a clothing story, you guys, and it doesn't have to do with the wedding because. I'm totally unprepared, but I do have the undergarments, okay? So, uh, but I won't be wearing, well, I'll be wearing them to the wedding, but there'll be a dress over it. So, I have to tell <laughs> you. Thankfully. <laughs> That's a <good> clarification, Monica. <laughs> I have to tell you, I I needed to buy some new bras or just a new bra. Don't we all? Don't we all? I know. You always need a new bra or you need a, a good fitting bra. Right. So, Think back to when Sheila and I used to do the lab rats, and we did that bra testing. Yes. yes. And I found the bra for me, which was the Donna Karen Casual Comfort Active Wear Bra. <laughs> now, I have been wearing this bra for not the 20, same bra, 20, 20 I've, years. <laughs> I've been wearing this model for like the past eight years. I order them online at Amazon, two at a time. I wear them out, throw them away, get two more. So imagine my horror when I go to Amazon and I find out they don't make this bra anymore. Oh, wow. wow. I mean, wow. That, that is cause for panic right there. Yes. And I have to tell you, I did an extensive internet search. <laughs> Because okay, you're Monica, yes. I
2: was willing to go back and back w- channels, back channel bras. Well, you spend most
0: of your internet time on TripAdvisor, so were they <laughs>
3: helpful at all? <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't ask my friends on TripAdvisor, but I was willing to buy a gently used model on eBay. Yeah. If I oh, oh, no. no. Monica, uh, Monica, oh. So the bras are totally worn out, and I'm thinking I could go to Nordstrom. There's a nice Hungarian woman who takes out the tape measure. There's a lot of measurement. She pulls at the straps. But I, it just wasn't for me. So I read about this place. And dressed. them you
1: have to get dressed to go into the store.
3: That <laughs> right, was a Sheila, that, that was a deterrent. But you don't you don't have to get dressed to go to the east side of Portland, Oregon. <laughs> Ooh. <What laughs> so I I yep. found a store. It's a it's a bra underwear lingerie store, and it's called the pencil test. Mm.
2: Oh. Oh, I remember that from Glamour Magazine. Oh, my God, what name. What a name. What a name. Pencil test, that's how you knew if you needed a bra, right? You'd put a pencil under your bosom, and if it stayed, you needed to wear a brassiere. And if it fell out, you didn't. Exactly, Julie.
0: Here we are in the Wayback Machine again.
3: You know what? I could put a pencil case under my breast. (laughs) So I like the name. It it was clever. It's one woman that owns the shop. I yelped it. Great reviews. So I go there, and um, and I'm the only one in the store. I said, I'm here to buy a bra. And she said, would you like help? I said, yes, I would. So she sized. There were no measurements. She, She sized me up by looking at me. Oh, that's intense. She's like a witch. She is. She's a bra whisperer. And she had me turn around, and I have to tell you, I was wearing a black T-shirt. How did she, how could she tell? She just does this visual thing. So you can see she's thinking, she's looking. So she went to her, she has like a sample drawer. And she pulled out this very lacy, frilly, you know, bra, which is a sample, she said, just to get the cup size right and everything. And um, so I tried it on. And you're in a a very nice dressing room with her. So I take off my T-shirt. I said, well, this is sort of a sports bra, (laughs) And she said. I wouldn't be doing any sports in that. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when she she had a whole string of bra isms that I'm gonna share with you. Okay, good, good. Okay. So she she saw that I was just flopping around in the <laughs> high you know, the worn-out Donna Karen bra. She said, you know that is more like just wearing another T-shirt under your T-shirt. That's not really holding (laughs) you in. I said, you're right. And I said, well, I don't really do sports. So, you know, it is a sports bra, but (laughs) I don't do sports. So she asked me what kind of bra I wanted, and I said, you know, no lace, no frills. She said just something plain, and I said yes. So she goes out into uh, the showroom and brings back this very substantial black bra. And she said, just try it on. So I tried it on and it was amazing. And it was amazing because the cup size was so low I don't even know what letter of the alphabet it was. (laughs) But it was I worked moving towards like XYZ (laughs) in the alphabet. And um So she put it on, and then she started talking to me. She said, look, you know, this thing is holding you in. It's holding, you know, it fits. It's flat against your breastbone. The cups are big enough. She said, look at me. She said, you know what? If you put on your underpants every day and you spent all day pulling them up, you know, Pushing them down, you know, at lunch, you had to reach your hand down in there and adjust things. <laughs> she said, you just wouldn't put up with that, would you? And I said, no, I wouldn't. She said, well, it's the same thing about your bra. You, you, just, you should just touch your bra once in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> the bra is, a, she said, you should touch your bra once in the morning when you put it on. And then you touch it again at night when you take it off. And I wanted to tell her, or in my case, in the afternoon, (laughs) (laughs) work.
0: So um, interesting. uh, That's actually a very deep thought.
3: It's a deep thought. If you, because you know, I did spend all day pulling up and adjusting the bra straps. She said, "Don't do that. That's a waste of time." You know, (laughs) time for that during the day. So I ended up buying a black bra and then in another style, like a tan bra. Mm. which had some little pink flowers on it um and so i'm all set i went to Ooh. the pencil test i i had a meeting with the bra whisperer and uh <laughs> I, I think you'll see the results at the wedding <laughs> you know that's the first thing i'm going to be looking at <laughs> right hopefully there'll be something tastefully covering t- tasteful covering the bra but uh I, uh, and, I'm all set. I'm set for life now. Are
1: there any brand names you could drop right now? I mean, is, is it is it a woke haul? Is it a...
3: You know, Sheila, she, she sells mainly European brands. Oh, okay. So I don't even know what the brand is. It's not okay. a woke haul. Okay, I like that. Um, they're European brands, I guess for Europeans with large breasts. <laughs> <laughs>
1: for... for <laughs> For, yes, for, for for women who work in the kitchens of Hungary, Hungary, Hungary.
3: <laughs> that's, that's, that's pretty much what it looks like. She just in larger sizes. So. That people, sounds people great. That, people that passed the pencil test that need, you know, or failed the pencil test, however you want to look at it. But um that's the place to go the pencil test
0: well this will be good monica because then when we see you the first weekend in august it's it's the dress it's the accessories it's the shoes and the undergarments all part of the initial scan we'll be we'll be taking it all in uh, in a related story when it comes to undergarments that provide a sense of emotional comfort i uh, i posted last week on the satellite sisters facebook group that i was going to be trying out this product called Thunder shirt. Not for yes. not me. Not for me, for not <laughs> for me uh, but for my dog, Ferris. He's not the only dog in the world that really, for whom the 4th of July is the worst night of the year because he finds um, fireworks so terrifying. So, year after year, listeners have recommended the thunder shirt, and I have poo-pooed it but i thought okay this year let's see how this really works and monica you saw it right it's like a super tight velcro undergarment you wrap around the midsection of your dog and it actually had a
3: very positive effect on it's like a trunk girdle yes yes for the dog
0: and apparently they find it comforting and soothing um, and almost like you're holding them the whole time, like they're being held. But he, on the 3rd of July, there was a lot of, like, freelance fireworks around in the neighborhood. So we tried it out, and it had a dramatically positive effect. On the 4th of July, it was almost too much to control. Like, in the neighborhood around the Ben bungalow, Monica, wouldn't you say that pretty much everyone within a mile was blowing something up?
3: Yeah, the, it went on straight three hours straight. It was insane.
0: <laughs> but the the like the shaking that that Ferris used to do, where you would think he was just going to shatter into a million little pieces, all of that was gone.
3: Oh, he, that's good, Liz. He, he, what he, I like is it, it went up that our, our our brother Dick and sister in law Sue saw how effective the thunder shirt was on Ferris leading up to the 4th of July that they went and got a little mini one for their dog zipper so we had this barbecue, we had this barbecue on the 4th of July with the two dogs running around in their you know torso girdles their little thunder shirts it was very cute <laughs>
0: Anyway, I know people had emailed in this week or asked on the Facebook page, like, what was the Thundershirt report? It was a dramatic improvement. Not total solution. It's still terrifying with all of these explosions going on. But I would definitely recommend if your dog has the same issue that, well, that all dogs have, uh, that you give this a go. And Sheila, during this whole process, you had also emailed me that you thought there were some of your students that could benefit from something oh, like this. Oh,
1: no, no. No, so it's a real thing uh, with, with humans. It's called sensory integration syndrome. And it means that you have trouble integrating senses. And one, spe- one end of the spectrum are kids like Ferris <laughs> <laughs> who need to be weighted weighted down. And I, I definitely had a couple kids in my class this year that could have used some thunder shirts and some, some thunder helmets. <laughs> Just some... <laughs> Something on their head, a weighted um, helmet in some way
0: to keep them down. (laughs) Uh, Okay, good to know. I had no idea that existed in humans. Good to know.
1: Well, I've always thought that maybe I had a little touch of it when I was younger. (laughs) Because I was just remembering how tight I always wanted my headband and my hair to be. Like, I just wanted everything very tight. Uh Uh-huh. And... I'm still that way. You know, I still wear...
3: Um, Your t- bathing cap around town? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, I, I like a jegging. I like an undergarment. Th- you know, well, I, like comp- you swad- I like... It's, it's <laughs>
2: like swaddling, What you would need yes. to do with a newborn baby, that you wrap them up very tightly. You swaddle them. So I like compression.
1: Like- yeah, I like compression. And yes. we talked about that before on the lab rats. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> okay, all right.
1: Well, I I just can't wait to send you a picture of the high-low dress because so, I it's not a clat it's not a typical high-low. I just well, okay. Don't just don't, don't send, you send a out. picture. Don't
2: send us the picture. Don't Keep send it, the picture. Save it. Mm-hmm. save it for the wedding. We want okay. these processes. Yeah, we're it's a. Uh, Monica's bra, the high-load dress. You know, there's going to be a lot of surprises at this one. Liz's lack of
3: accessories. <laughs> yes, you're in trouble.
2: Yeah. Yeah. All
0: right, we're going to have to wrap this up pretty quickly here. Um, Julie, did you say you had a question for Sheila
2: and I? I did. I have a haiku question for you because um, uh, you both used to live in New York. Here's my haiku: Wiener Spitzer, why? <laughs> You, as you know, Anthony Weiner, the um, uh, disgraced congressman, and Elliot Spitzer, the disgraced um, uh, governor, are now running to to run the city of New York. And as New Yorkers, really, are these are these the two? Ba- you don't have anyone else in that city that could run the city uh, that hasn't, you know, sent out text messages of their private parts or hasn't, you know, engaged a hooker. I mean.
1: New York is, is just, it, it's just a different, it's a different world there, Julie. I, I thought you were going to go Wiener, Spitzer, Jeter. Because um, <laughs> I know Derek Jeter is back. But um, Back but you know, now gone again.
0: But that's a he's, whole other He's part.
1: back, he's gone. That's the that's a classic New York move. You, you get disgraced and then you come back. You leave, you come back. And, you know, that's
2: There's no one else in that fine city you have eight million people. There's no other public servant. You don't have anyone else that might be remotely qualified that could. Just... I think
0: they I think they could just elect uh, Michael Bloomberg. King and everyone would be satisfied. If he was allowed to stay forever, people might be totally good with that because he's just like a business guy but who's like sensitive to neighborhood issues. Wiener and Spitzer, I just think it shows you, Julie, nobody cares about all that stuff. It like makes great headlines in the New York Post to like disgrace Anthony Wiener and the name, of course, is just an automatic laugh. But like fundamentally, if somebody wants to go do those jobs, I think people think, well, better him than me right I'm not, I, I, who, who would want to be mayor of new york really
2: no i just think no i think they're liars liz i think both of them have you know i, I can't, wouldn't wouldn't vote for those guys
1: and they're egomaniacs julie you have to be an egomaniac to to run in new york and and that's what their whole you know their their disease is. they're they're, they're both <laughs> they're both diseased <laughs> i knew you'd have the answer she called <laughs>
0: Uh okay. On oh, that-
1: that's my mobile unit starting up again. What just happened? Well, my mobile unit. I put my key in my unit. So oh, okay.
0: um, no, we're, we're coming to the end. So that means the show's over. <laughs> okay, if Sheila's driving... If she was driving away, I think we better wrap this up. Um, I think good. Because okay. it, would, it would not be safe to uh, to podcast and drive at the <laughs> at the same time. Uh, all right. Keep in touch with us. We are always there. As I, as we mentioned at the top of the show, many many shows on iTunes. If you've just discovered Satellite Sisters and Leon's other show, Chaos Chronicles. I think we'll be back next weekend, right, sisters? We'll be able to round up some kind of a crew, right? Yeah, definitely. Yes. All right, stay in touch with us. We're the Satellite Sisters, and don't forget, call your Satellite Sister.